Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. It is 134 at Edmonton. Brendan Escott is playing songs for my wedding, Brendan. Did you know that? I didn't, but I'm not the least bit surprised. Yes, we we roared in with that one. Let me tell you. Uh, all right. Uh, and why, oh, why did you go with Stompin' Tom Connors in the hockey well, song? Well, the late Stompin' Tom is uh, a native of New Brunswick, and I figured that was appropriate as we go out there with our next guest, Andrew Peard. Andrew Peard is the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oil Kings. He also does an excellent job in the PR department for the Oil Kings. And Andrew Peard today is our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Andrew, uh, you got uh, the guy that's following you tomorrow with our headliner is going to be Jay Woodcroft. So uh, I hope you're up to being the leadoff man today. How does that sound? Oh, boy, that's uh, that's some lofty expectations placed on me, Bob, but uh, I'll do my best. After that lead-in you gave me, I guess I better deliver. Yeah, it's all good, my man. So what's this? Uh, what's, it, what's it been like? You guys flew out on Saturday, private charter across the country. How, first of all, how long, uh, how long did that take you guys? You know what? It was a little surprising. I thought we were in for a much longer flight. It was about just over four hours. So we left at uh, just a bit after 9 o'clock local time at Edmonton, landed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon local time in St. John. So uh, it was, uh, you know, pretty comfortable flight out here. So, uh, you know, the guys are well rested, ready to ready to go. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's, it feels like we've been out here already for like five or six days. It's only been a couple, but just kind of getting reacclimated to some new uh, surroundings, a new environment. Um, but uh, I can tell you the guys are, are fired up and, and ready to get her going here tonight. So in 2012 and 2014, two very different experiences for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, Suffice to say, you want to get off to a good start in that tournament. That's a given. Edmonton is the last WHL team to win the Memorial Cup. If Kelowna had been better coached, they would have won in 2015. (laughs) I digress. Uh, But anyhow, uh, do you get the sense from the, the other media that are there that and again, you, I mean, you work for the uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group and you do the Oil Kings games. But is Edmonton a bit of a favorite, just given that they've got, you know, even without Dylan Gunther, four players off yeah. the Canadian World Junior Team and three first round picks in their lineup? Yeah, and I, I think that's what sets them apart from a lot of the other teams here. But that's not to say that other teams aren't without their advantages at this tournament. And we saw it play out last night with the St. John Sea Dogs, a team who's much better than a team that should have been ousted in five games in the first round of the QMJHL playoffs. And all of a sudden, you give them six weeks and you let uh, Gardner McDougall sink his paws into that team. And uh, they're, they're a pretty complete-looking hockey team themselves. But yeah, when you look at it, Edmonton's got the star power. And that's when it comes to junior hockey, Bob, you know this, that's what everyone looks to when they get the lineup sheets where's this guy drafted how high was he drafted who's got his rights and right now the Edmonton Oil Kings they've got a number of those guys and you know it starts in net with Sebastian Kosa who I think is going to be uh, paramount for the success here of the Edmonton Oil Kings at this tournament along with Caden Gooley on the back end who has uh, been the I guess the, if you want to call him the darling of the media out here east with him being a Montreal Canadiens prospect uh, we've had a number of uh, reporters from in and around the Montreal area come and uh, hunt him down for some questions and answers and uh, you know it's uh, it's something that 
that that certainly favors the Edmonton Oil Kings, but it's it's about how you use it, and um, it's a short tournament, so uh, you can have the most talent. It's it's the team that shows up and plays the most complete game early in the tournament to set themselves up, and once you can do that, you're you're off and running. Edmonton Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peer joining us in Oilers now. You know, it's interesting. I think back to that 2020 draft, and uh, I think I went 13 for 13. I, I love Seth Jarvis out of Portland, right? He, Jerry Johansson, yeah. Adam. And I really was hoping that the Oilers would, you know, but Carolina grabbed him at 13. And I remember being on the air with Reed saying, I want Gooley at 14. And the Oilers went and got, you know, Holloway. And the reality of the situations in the two previous years, Edmonton had drafted Broberg and Bouchard. But my theory yeah. is you can never have enough defense. You've watched Caden Gooley. Is there any way you can educate our listeners on the impact he's had to the Oil Kings hockey club since he came over? Um, he's he's everything that uh, any team could ever need, let alone the, the Edmonton Oil Kings. Um, the, the impact he has, it's every second he's on the ice, he's doing something that, that helps the Edmonton Oil Kings, whether it's just being positionally sound, whether it's going back and retrieving a puck, whether it's throwing a heavy body check, or it's creating offense in the offensive zone. He does everything and he does everything so well and and that's such a hard thing to find and you know he's a he's a big left shot defenseman he's a local kid too which obviously helps with uh, with the Edmonton Oil Kings and and the brand that we have but uh, no I mean Caden Gooley for my money I've said it all season long he's he's not the best player in the Western Hockey League he's the best player uh, probably going in the the CHL right now and um, no better place for him to display that than at the the Memorial Cup as uh, the lights will be on the cameras will be on and uh, he can really show what's uh, made him such an important prospect for uh, the Montreal Canadiens and what made him the uh, the Oil Kings uh, playoff MVP. Yeah, it's really interesting because you got Coastal goal, five shutouts, as you mentioned, in the playoffs, Detroit first-rounder. You got Gooley, the team had already... I mean, the only returning defenseman in the top four right now is Dahaniak from last year's squad. And you know, obviously, they made the trade to get Luke Prokop, who I know has received a lot of coverage, not necessarily just for the hockey stuff, but more from the human interest stuff, uh, being the first openly gay player to, to, to come out. But, uh, I, you know, I just look at that top 4D and in goal and think that's the base of the team come crunch time and maybe the difference because you played two entirely different teams in the last two rounds of the WHL playoffs Andrew between Winnipeg and then obviously a big heavy tough physical Seattle squad yeah, that just shows the versatility of the Edmonton Oil Kings, right? They can come at you any way you want it. You want to play run and gun? Well, the Edmonton Oil Kings can do that with the best of them. If you want to meet in the back alley, the Edmonton Oil Kings have no problem going out and throwing down physically. And uh, you mentioned it starts on the back end because you've got Luke Prokop. He's six foot four. He's two hundred and twenty pounds. He's got a great stick. He's, I mean, it's unbelievable how he's able to separate guys from the puck and make a, a seamless transition pass and get the team out of the zone very quickly. Then you got Caden Gooley who can do all of that. He can lay the body physically, and then Simon Kubacek and. Logan Dalhaniak, I mean, if you've got your head down coming in uh, against those guys or you're going into the corner unsuspecting, they're going to wallpaper you. And, uh, you know, for the Edmonton Oil Kings, that's, that's been, I mean, their, their strongest asset this year, which is saying something when you look up front with this team and the, the sort of uh, firepower that they have from their forwards. His Jake Neighbors, do you think he's all the way back? For you got you know you started the year in St. Louis, came back to your squad. You guys got a bump, and then he uh, left with an upper body injury. Do you think he's at playing at 100 percent right now? 
No, I, I, I don't think Jake's playing at 100%. I don't think it's too often that, that Jake's playing at 100% of the style of game that he plays, I think, apart from the first few weeks of a regular season. That's where you get him in, in tip sh- top shape. But, I mean, that just speaks to the character of Jake, and that's why he's such a big leader on this team. He sets the, the table for this team uh, emotionally, physically, and obviously I, I think what gets lost in it too is his unbelievable skill. He's, he's as good a playmaker as you're going to find in the Western Hockey League, and he can finish in and around the net as well. But, uh, yeah, in, t- in terms of where he's at physically right now, I, I don't think he's at 100%. I don't think he's at 50%. I think he's he's feeling pretty good, and he's out there. Um, you know, he'll take the, the odd optional skate. He'll go out there and, and twirl around. So uh, if he's doing that, you know that uh, he's, he's probably up around 80% right now for the Oil Kings, and uh, an 80% Jake Neighbors is better than a lot of 100% uh, other players across uh, the CHL. We're joined by Oil Kings play-by-play voice Andrew Peart. Andrew, one of the areas that concerns me, especially given the fact that the team doesn't have Dylan Gunther is the power play in the final three games against Seattle. Once he was out, uh, the team went one for th- uh, one for twelve in the power play. Uh, the Oil Kings in the WHL playoffs finished seventh on the power play and eighth in the penalty kill. Gunther was involved in a bunch of shorthanded goals uh, during the course of the season as well. Is is special? Is it unfair to say special teams is the area the team misses Gunther the most? And is that an area of concern come a, a short tournament? Yeah, I, I mean, I think you just missed Dylan Gunther, period. But, yeah, the special teams on the power play, he was the driver in the regular season in terms of being a trigger man. He was that, again, in the playoffs. Thirteen or Six of his 13 playoff goals came on the, the man advantage. And, uh, yeah, it was it dried up a little bit there in the WHL final against Seattle. They, they had a pretty strong penalty kill themselves. But I, what, what did change, though, and I, and I think will benefit the Oil Kings, that one power play goal they did score in the final three games came in game six. It was Jakob Demick uh, burying a rebound off a Josh Williams shot. And that's because they got Jackson Weed back into their lineup. So they were able to put him onto their second power play unit and they could slide Justin Sordiff up to that top power play unit. And, and all of a sudden, instead of rolling out three forwards and two defensemen on their first power play unit, they were back to the, the structure and the, the, the makeup that they were used to with Dylan Gunther. Obviously, Justin Sordiff a bit of a different player than, than Dylan Gunther is. But um, I, I think there's a, it just uh, it, it creates another dynamic layer to the Oil Kings power play. And now they've had eight, nine days to work on it. Uh, I'm really curious to see how the power play performs here uh, at the Memorial Cup. The, the penalty kill as well, um, good all through the regular season. Winnipeg touched them up a little bit. Seattle touched them up a little bit, but uh, I know Luke Pierce, he handles the penalty kill. Uh, he, it's a point of pride for him, and uh, I'm sure the guys are going to be locked in and, and ready to go. And again, going back to Jackson Weeb, having him back on the penalty kill is huge as well as he's been paired up with Jalen Lipen for much of the year, and they've been real disruptive for opposing teams' power play units. Two completely different Quebec League teams coming up on back-to-back <laughs> nights. I mean, Shawinigan's got one line that they attack with, the other three lines i mean they just got housed against charlottetown like they were in their own zone the entire time and then conversely gardner mcdougall uh these are the tenets of his game hard press four check activate the defense they do not come up the middle of the ice because he tries to take the middle of the ice away uh in his d zone and he his philosophy has been if you go middle zone breakout you turn over too many pucks uh, it's going to be really intriguing to watch how edmonton does the next two games Here's your stopper prediction tonight, Andrew. Okay, the the Oil Kings will outshoot uh, Shawinigan like forty to twenty-five. That is my prediction for tonight's game. Okay, you heard it here. What do you got? What do you got for me? What do you think is going to happen the next couple nights? 
Oh, I think I think the Edmonton Oil Kings are going to come out. They're going to lay the body early, and they're they're going to set the tone physically uh, in the game tonight, and and hopefully that sets the table emotionally for this team throughout the course uh, of this tournament. But uh, yeah, I, I feel good about the Oil Kings here tonight, and if they get off to a one and zero start and, and get their their feet underneath them, uh, who knows what this team can do? I I think they're 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 in for a long run here in St. John's. Hey, have a great tournament, man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, anytime, Bob. You bet. That is Andrew Peard. He is the Edmonton Oil Kings play-by-play voice. He's our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K, today. During the season, all season long, the Oilers now lineup report is brought to you by... Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence on all Oilers midweek game days. Find your dream home, sell your old home. That's Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, Edmonton.ca. We'll take a quick timeout. Oh, boy. I remember this date, and I remember why this deal happened. We'll talk about it when we come back this day in Oilers history. You're listening to Oilers now. It's 146 in Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl, the highest scoring player from the 2014 NHL entry draft. That'll be part of this day in Oilers history today. We'll get to that momentarily, but not Leon's year, just a draft year. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is... The Mediterranean chicken. That's right. The Mediterranean chicken. All right. We are going to go to this day in Oilers history. And here is Brendan Escott. Yeah, we'll go back to 2003 when the Oilers traded their first round pick to New Jersey for the Devils' first and second round picks. Devils drafted Zach Parisi. The Oilers got uh, Marc-Antoine Pouliot and Jean-Francois Jacques. Yeah. It was a Saturday draft that year. Seriously. It was a Saturday draft. Um, I did a show on another space uh, station at that time. I did the draft show. It was coming off a show that I had from February until... Uh, basically the conclusion of the draft and that show was called Total Hockey and that morphed into Total Sports with yours truly and Mark Spector. Now, Brendan, do you want to know why the Oilers traded down and did not draft Zach Parise that year? Sorry, yeah, I'd love to know. Is it because he wasn't going to come here? Nope. It was because Edmonton had Mike Comrie. And the thought was uh, the Oilers had lost in six games to the Dallas Stars in the 2003 playoff, which frankly was a pretty good accomplishment because Dallas had like a significantly more expensive team than Edmonton. But Comrie had had some tough moments, and he'd hit some uh, he'd hit some qualifiers from a bonus perspective in 2003, and then. Was, was a quieter player in the playoffs that year, and I think there was a feeling that carrying forward with Mike that they couldn't have too many forwards, so they decided to pass on Parise and uh, and pick up an extra pick. The Oilers had a good draft in 2003. They really did. The problem is they didn't have a good draft in the first round of 2003, which is uh, never a good thing, but Edmonton ultimately traded down. The Devils got the 17th overall pick, and Edmonton traded down to 22, and the Anaheim Ducks got Getzlaff at 19 in that draft year. Just looking back at, 
you know, how Edmonton ended up doing in that 2003 draft. And that's, I went to the 2002 draft, which was in Toronto. That was your Bowmeister went third and Lupul went seventh and Upshaw went sixth. Um, but in that, that draft was in Toronto. Uh, the 2003 draft, by the way, if I recall correctly, I think it was in Nashville. Anyhow, I mean, the Oilers ended up having seven different players play games in the National Hockey League out of that draft. That's, I mean, they had a ninth-round pick, Troy Bode, who's currently scouting in the National Hockey League. He got into 159 games. Matthew Waugh was not a timid defenseman. He got 66 games. He was a seventh-round pick. Kyle Brodziak is a seventh-round pick. He hit the home run and played 917 games in the league. And one of the best buyouts I ever did on a stupid Stauffer bet was with Robin Brownlee. Uh, I bought out at the 40-game mark. I told Brownlee I'd give him five bucks for every game that Brodziak played. And uh, (laughs) I'm glad I did because he played 900 games in the league. Zach Brodziak was a seventh-round pick. They got Stortini in the third round. He played 257 games. J.F. Jock, second-round pick. That's the one they ended up getting as part of that deal with the Devils. Uh, he played 166 games. Colin McDonald was a second-round pick for the Oilers. He played 148 games. And Marc-Antoine Pouliot played 192. What's crazy is that the Montreal draft in 2009, the Oilers elected to keep Pouliot over Kyle Brodziak. And uh, suffice to say, and because they were... They ended up moving Brodziak in a deal. This is it all ties back together. They they moved him in a deal, the uh, Minnesota Wild, and the Wild also got a draft pick. And Brendan, you'll never guess which NHL goaltender currently playing in the Stanley Cup Final Four on top of Brodziak, which guy Minnesota drafted with that sixth round pick. Yeah, it's hard to believe Darcy Kemper started out in Minnesota, isn't it? Yeah, crazy stuff. And again. I don't care if Colorado loses. I I got Colorado in five to win the cup. I don't care if they have to go uh, with Francois tomorrow and if they end up winning the cup in five games. Yes, I would look at signing Darcy Camper in the offseason because I believe you capitalize on players coming off of a downturn in a year. Not that, That's when you make the bet. You don't make the bet when you're paying through the nose. Mark uh, Antoine Pouliot, by the way, Barely played with Edmonton after the 9-10 season. So he played 63 games during the 08-09 season. That was the first year I did the color for the Oilers. And he ended up having 20 points in those 63 games. Brodziak had an 11-goal, 27-point season, was a plus player. They were both bottom six players, and uh, the Oilers elected to keep Pouliot. He was on the team in 2009-2010 in and was pretty much out of the NHL after that and uh, finished up play, playing over in Switzerland. He was in Switzerland again this past season, so he's still he's played the last decade in Switzerland. All right, um, that is... NHL, or uh, this day in Oilers history, and it is presented to you by New West Travel. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Four new locations in Calgary as well. Royal Pizza is Edmonton owned and operated. 154 in Edmonton. Uh, what does Reed Wilkins have? Hey, Reed's actually got to do a show tonight because, you know, he's got Stanley Cup final action tomorrow as uh, well as last night. What's Reed doing tonight? 
It's a busy one, and that's because former Edmonton football team quarterback uh, Ricky Ray has been inducted into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, so you'll hear a one-on-one with him. Also from uh, NHL on uh, Rogers analyst Kelly Rudy, Edmonton golfer and 2022 ATB Classic champion Will Bateman, and uh, an episode of Elks this week coming up at 7.30 with Morley Scott. Uh, special shout-out to uh, you, the texters and tweeters and uh, all that kind of stuff for joining us and Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry a reminder live thoroughbred racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack information at thehorses.com tomorrow Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft from the NHL Network, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Brian Lawton. From the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. Our NHL insider, John Shannon, for Legacy Heating and Cooling as well. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Kevin Robertson. Then, Rob Breckenridge today from 2 to 3, followed by 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jay Lynn I from 3 to 6. Back at you tomorrow at noon. Jay Woodcroft at 12.10. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.